sometimes when we have lab meetings, my lab professor, his cat will like just be running around. It'll literally cover the screen sometimes. It's so funny. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> definitely experienced that with my cat. <laughs> she just crawls up here. Welcome back to my podcast. Today, I'm here with one of my coolest college friends, Yinan Su. Yinan, thanks for being here today. So happy to have you. Thanks for having me. Yinan and I have known each other since sophomore year. We took a class together, super cool neurobio. <laughs> We've kept in touch over the years. Remember when we would grab Trader Joe's like every single semester? Oh, yeah. <laughs> the turkey sandwiches. <laughs> Those are so good. I really miss those, honestly. This semester we reconnected. And yeah, so today we are going to talk a bit just about balancing college with home life during quarantine um, and just how we've been sort of navigating friendships, um, something that's definitely been on a lot of people's minds recently. So I know a few weeks ago we were kind of talking about this and in college we um, used to have so many things going on, um, spending time with friends, uh, going out on weekends, like doing cool stuff, going to movies, hiking, going to cool food places. Um, but just now, everything has suddenly shifted back to home life, and especially just as as college seniors, how have we been sort of drawing the line between like school and home? That's a really good question. I feel like it's so hard to draw the line between school and home now because like where I am, where I'm sitting right now, I'm at my desk, but my bed is like literally right behind me. It's like a foot away. <laughs> yeah, it's so hard to separate the two. And I guess like the only time I get refuge from that is like when I go downstairs to cook, which is something I've been, you know, really enjoying during um, while we're inside. I've come to accept that my home life and my school life are just very much together right now. And They're like the same. <laughs> yeah, they are. And so I was at home like back in NorCal for the early part of quarantine. And I feel like at that point, it was very much like no distinction between like home and school work. And I feel like I kind of just went through the semester and trying to get accustomed to everything. It just wasn't, you know, wasn't really working out um but during the summer I came back and I was studying for my MCAT from that I was sort of forced to learn to achieve a balance between like not working all the time because I was just in my room and I would also like eat at my desk so it would just feel like I was sitting in the same chair for like 10 hours a day and so I just tried to like separate that by like you know, sitting downstairs or like mm. sitting on the floor or anything, just not in my desk. That's pretty much all that I tried to do. I know for me too, just like being able to be like, okay, I'm going to go downstairs and I'm going to work in the living room for a bit. And then I'm going to stand and, you know, do some jumping jacks. And then I'm going to go sit at the dining table and like do some other stuff, changing the space that you work in for different things that you're working on definitely helps clear your mind a bit, I think. 
Yeah, for sure. I feel like it makes it seem like your day has more variety, even though it may not in reality as of now. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. I really, really try to force myself to not work from my bed. Oh, yeah. Yeah, if I'm, like, lying in bed and just, you know, listening to lecture, which I have done this semester (laughs) for our neuro class, (laughs) or three, guys, by the way, our neuro class was three hours long, so. (laughs) It was incredibly long. Yes, Um, but I think just, like, being in bed, there's, there's very much of a, like, oh, I'm in bed, I can just sleep, I don't have to yeah, re-watching lectures. Sometimes I just do it in bed because it's late and I just end up falling asleep. <laughs> and then it's like the next morning and it's like, yeah. oh, I haven't done this. <laughs> What's really helped has been setting times for certain things. Like, or my parents, they like to go hiking. They make, they make oh. me go walk with them so much. <laughs> that's, that's really good. Yeah, it's exhausting, but it's, like, really, like, when I come back, it just feels so, it feels so, like, refreshing. We always say every day, like, 3.30 p.m., we gotta go. (laughs) That's that's really nice that, you know, they they have you go with them, because I feel like it's really great to have that change of scenery and just some fresh air, you know, we're inside all day. (laughs) Yeah, and being, like, okay, every single day, I have to go at 3.30 p.m. Like, it doesn't matter what I have to do, like, tonight, like, I need to go. That's really good because I feel like it's something you can carry on with you even past quarantine. It's like a really good habit to just go outside and, you know, just get some fresh air and exercise. Yeah. Also, I remember from our neuro class. um, Do you remember that day when our professor, Dr. Dukan, he was talking about different ways we could maintain brain health? Mm -hmm. The most important thing he said for brain health was exercise was like physical activity right exercising yeah they really emphasize that how just being outside exercising just moving your body it like helps your brain to remove this like protein gunk that we have in our brain called amyloid plaque yeah, yeah for right exactly it's alzheimer's a lot of the advice that we've gotten this semester how to be healthy as we age has just been you know make sure you get your exercise and your cardiovascular exercise yeah I feel like I have to exercise more now, knowing that. <laughs> I feel like after school, you know, school started, I just sort of stopped exercising. I just occasionally do workouts here and that here and there. But hearing all that during the semester has sort of motivated me to, you know, try to be healthier. Mm, that's great, yeah. And just like with that, do you think recently you've been sort of like shifting your like daily priorities just just with all this time on our hands? I've just still been doing a lot of work at home. I kind of feel like my work just fills up whatever time I have. Yeah. And I I don't know if that's just how it's always been in school. And maybe I like try to work faster when I had less time to work on schoolwork and I had like other things going on. I don't know if that's the case or my classes this semester were more um, writing intensive. Oh my gosh, you're, you were writing so many essays. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of essays, like, I for writ and then for my GE and also um, Jero, I guess, a little bit. Yeah, our one 10-page paper. <laughs> yeah. I feel like doing assignments, you have to, you, you have to spend all, 
all your time on it. Like you can't be done until you turn it in. It's it's not like a midterm or final where you're just studying and then and then you take the test and then it's over. Um, I guess the nice thing about projects is like like you do have a lot of time to work on it so you can take many weeks to polish it and to revise it and to edit it but yeah the downside is that you can be working for like many many hours and <laughs> it's like when yeah. am I gonna stop? <laughs> right. Um, I, I do definitely feel that like I think a lot of people including me just kind of work more in general because it's like what do I do I can work more and I'll just exactly yeah um, so I, so it's definitely kind of hard to find like a just kind of going back to what you're saying like it, it's definitely hard to find that balance these days my daily routine was pretty much the same every day just mm -hmm. like you know eat work and sleep now that that's over with, it's kind of weird, you know, going back to this transition between schoolwork and then actual work um, next week. So it's just kind of strange getting used to it. Yeah, like for you, it's like, oh, you just graduated. Like, I'm sure that definitely has been kind of like weird just because, you know, we're still all literally working from the same room like every single day. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I feel like right now I've just been trying to you know, refresh and get ready for work and whatever I have next. But um, yeah, it's just been been very nice to just relax for a That's week good. or so. Yeah. Like, first of all, just props to everyone for just getting through this semester, like this entire online semester. It's been definitely like pretty rough um, at times, like, you know, for faculty, for students, for for everyone. That's totally great that you're taking some time to relax. Um, yeah, I definitely know for me, it's like sometimes I get too caught up in, in work and then I'm like, no, I don't have time to relax. Like, <laughs> Yeah, I feel like while you're working, it's so hard to like achieve a balance because when yeah. you're resting, you're thinking about work. Exactly. So it's just a work all the time. Yeah, I feel like now I can finally get the chance to rest because I don't really have anything immediate, I guess. Mm, yeah. A thing for me that has been really helpful is just um, having like projects other than the things I'm working on in school and stuff. Um, yeah. yeah, so have like having this podcast to edit, having finding other cool things to to kind of be thinking about to work to work on. I think it's definitely like helped me kind of put my energy all just towards something like that I think is like useful and productive. So. That's so true. Um, during the semester, I took woodworking class. You took a woodworking class? I did. It was really fun. Wait, you have to tell me about it. That's so cool. <laughs> so they gave us some materials and supplies, and I sort of created this, like, workbench outside. We would make things using hand tools, like, no power tools. So it was kind of tedious, but it was nice to sort of just go outside and, like, work with my hands. Oh. And so I made... I made this box and also made a cutting board. So it was, it was very slow, but it was pretty fun to just, you know, pursue something outside of like my traditional schoolwork. Yeah. Wait, that's so cool. What the heck? <laughs> Wait, I didn't know we had classes at USC on woodworking. Yeah, it's, I was just looking through the course catalog and when I saw it, I was kind of interested in it because I've, I've done some woodworking in the past. Hmm. but um, I wasn't sure how it was going to work being online and all, but it turned out pretty well. It was just pretty independent, and you just work on 
what you want to work on pretty much. Mm. Wow. So do you need to like get the tools and everything for, um, for that? You need to get some tools, but they, they're willing to rent out a lot of the tools, which is really nice. But you, you do have to get your own like wood and supplies to build the things that you want. Now you can like use your cutting board when you're cooking. <laughs> yeah. Um, they helped me get some of the supplies for like building the workbench. So I'm planning on trying to rebuild it because I feel like it would just be nice to have it and like continue to pursue it. That can be your like a great hobby that you can develop in the future. <laughs> yeah, it's it's fun. Like and I'm glad we got the chance to learn how to use hand tools versus power tools because at home like I wouldn't be able to access power tools anyways. So this means that I can just continue on with it. Yeah. Doing something with your hands. I think that's very rewarding because it's like you right. see, and it's like you see yourself like doing this thing and it's like, ooh. <laughs> yeah, it's I feel like it's really satisfying to just like have a finished product that you like built yourself. Yeah, it's like damn, I created this. Like I made this for nothing. <laughs> also with with you know managing these classes that we've been taking like for you now that I'm learning about woodworking. <laughs> <laughs> Remote schooling has been interesting just because there's this kind of paradox where like we're not physically near each other. So like if we want to, you know, connect with someone, we have to like, like if we want to get our point across, sometimes we have to like, like maybe gesture more, just kind of be more obvious in what we're trying to, you know, say or communicate. So it's like weird because because just with this like physical distance, obviously we feel farther from each other, but also we can like see into everyone's like bedrooms and you know the spaces that everyone lives in um which is like super personal just throughout like the semester and just from what like you've observed um do you think it's easier these days to have like meaningful conversations with people because we're all so freaking starved for connection yeah no i feel like it is easier because given all that's going on people sort of have you know reflected on their priorities and I feel like they're in a more vulnerable state because you know so much is going on and um, it's just it's so different from when you're just together on campus and you know it's just very I don't I don't know how to describe it but it's just more it's just less vulnerable while you're there together somehow which is kind of strange it might have to do with just how, you know, because when we're all on campus, we, like, know that we're in school. And, like, when we're in the classroom, like, we know that we're supposed to be there for, like, class and just class. It's, like, it's like, like I can see inside all my professors' houses now. It's, like, you know, <laughs> there's something very yeah. humanizing about that, I think. That's so true. It's very, I think it is very much the setting. I had, had a meeting the other day, and I, like, saw their home life, basically. Right. <laughs> and it's so different from what we usually see. Definitely. I feel like you get to see like, you know, everyone's pets and like uh, whoever's living at their house, you know, all that. When sometimes when we have lab meetings, my lab professor, his cat will like just be running around and he'll like <laughs> it'll literally cover the screen sometimes. It's so funny. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Definitely experienced that with my cat. Really? Oh my <laughs> gosh. <laughs> crawls up here. Yeah. I do feel like these days it's definitely easier to have like meaningful conversations. I, th I think it's definitely true for like certain people, but 
I do think sometimes it's not true for like others. I feel like for some people, like they kind of don't really want to reach out that much. They kind of just want to, you know, be in their, in their bubble a bit, um, which is totally fine. I think we all cope with difficult situations differently. So. I think that's definitely true. I feel like at the beginning, I just really hated talking through Zoom, honestly. So I had to get used to it and things have definitely gotten better where I'm more like comfortable talking to people through this format. Yeah, it's weird because we're just like talking to screens. Like, <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Since we were just saying how um, it's it seems to be easier to have these meaningful conversations, like because of that, do you think there are any memorable moments in class because of because of that this semester? For, for me on the day of the election, um, I went to my, I'm taking, a, or I took a design class this semester. So I went to my design class and my professor, she was like, she was like, you know, guys, we're like, we're all going through a tough time and it's been a really stressful week. And she just kind of opened the dialogue. Uh, like she was just kind of like, if, you know, I'm gonna cancel class today. And if anyone wants to just talk about stuff, talk about how their lives are going, just like anything, like related to this class, what we think of like the, maybe the impact of des- of design in like our broader society or just life stuff, feel free to talk about that. And I, I just remember like that was super meaningful being like, oh, like my professors do, they really do care and they're really willing to listen to, to what we have to say. That's really great to hear. I feel like, you know, sometimes people just need someone to listen, even if it is the whole class, but in writing this semester, I feel like our professor really encouraged us to like share how we're actually feeling instead of, you know, yeah, I'm doing well. Like my knee jerk reflex, just whenever someone asks, how are you? I'm just like, oh, I'm good. Well, yeah. Yeah, we're kind of trained to do that. Yeah. Right. Because I, I feel like when someone asks, how are you? They're not like prepared to listen to, you know, like what's going on it's just kind of like a polite thing to say because everyone says exactly yeah yeah in a previous episode I talked to I talked to our writing professor Gantz about vulnerability and he was talking about how he wants to always create a space in the classroom where people can be vulnerable just with each other about this kind of stuff so um yeah I really like how he encouraged that because our writing class was um, writing on social issues and it was especially relevant right now to, you know, take things from maybe your own experience that you share them or just, you know, have them influence your work in some ways because they've like personally touched you. And so it's definitely more meaningful when you write about things that have, that you've really seen the impact of. Yeah. That you're super passionate about and it's like when you find evidence it's like you can put in your own experiences but then you also backed up with like evidence and data and yeah and then after you finish it it's like wow like this is really meaningful to me because i had so much to say about it so exactly it just gives you a lot more clarity um for yourself and for others your readers and it's like motivating to write too, because it's like, I care about this so much. There are people out there who probably don't, who probably don't give a hoot about this, but like <laughs> I do. <laughs> right. Shout out to him. The conversations, they start in writing class and they, they expand and they, they go beyond it. And we're continuing that, which is so exciting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And just going back to like how 
we've sort of been like navigating these relationships, um, these friendships in our lives recently. And because we're all sort of like away from, from a lot of our friends, from people who we like talk to normally during school, I know for me, at least I've definitely been like reflecting a lot just about like my college friendships, um, just thinking about them, like where they're kind of, you know, where they're kind of at. Um, so what have the, like in terms of friendships, like what have like your friendships in college kind of been like? I feel like most of them started in freshman year and it, it was sort of just, you know, continuation and keeping in touch. I feel like they were from, you know, completely different places, like from class, from just like in the dorms, you know, just anywhere through having like remote learning and the pandemic. Um, it's it's kind of hard to keep in touch mm. and especially because you can't meet up or anything, but it's sort of, it depends. Some, some people are better at keeping in touch through, you know, text, but it's, I feel like at times it's hard to, you know, communicate how you're truly doing and you know how things are going for you so definitely i found that challenging lately just keeping connected oh definitely yeah and like just like you i've made some like incredible friends in college just also from freshman year um i was put in an amazing suite just with amazing people um i bonded with my suite mates really well um also i just met some like great people in my classes, like you. <laughs> oh. um, and yeah, and just like keeping in touch, definitely like back when we were still on campus, like that was super great. You know, we could always meet up for lunch or um, yeah. just around campus or something for food. Um, but I do definitely like feel that just kind of like you, like right now, I'm definitely having trouble, yeah, keeping in touch with a lot of people as well. Um, because yeah, it's like through text, there's only so much you can, you can say. One of my friends has also told me before that like, for example, when I write emails to people, like my tone through email sounds a lot more serious than how I actually am in person. Yeah, but it's like, I don't do right. that intentionally. That's just like how I write emails. So yeah, I feel like it's very hard to convey emotion through, you know, text and emails. Yeah. And, you know, that makes people like possibly come out come off as like colder than they intended. But yeah, I agree with what you're saying. I feel like on campus sometimes you just randomly um bump into someone and I feel like that really helps because you're like, Oh yeah, like we should catch up sometime and yeah. you sort of follow up on that and you don't you don't really have that anymore. Um, yeah, and so because of that, like, we have to rely on texting, on emailing. Mm -hmm. It's just this, like, disconnect between, because we're so, I think we're just, you know, we're all, just as humans, we're all so used to, like, knowing in person. Like, it's like, if you ask someone if you want to grab lunch, it's like, they're, like, if you talk to them in person, they're going to say, like, yes or no right there. Right. Yeah, but, like, through email, it could be, like, five days before they reply or, like, a month, so... Um, yeah, it's like shouting into a void sometimes. <laughs> you just, you don't know. It can definitely feel like that sometimes during quarantine because um, it's like there's no other way to contact people. <laughs> so it's like everyone is like using email. Everyone's using text. But I also think because we're all using it so, so much, like we're all just so tired and we're, we all just feel so like so much fatigue from it that we start, you know, um, missing things or we start, it takes us like 
a while to reply to people or, or we see it and then we're like, eh, reply later. <laughs> it's fine. I mean, we've all been there, so including me. <laughs> Definitely takes more effort to like reply to an email or text than like, yeah. you know, just talking to someone. You have to put in initiative to stay in contact with people nowadays. It's not just super easy and convenient because you see each other every day. Yeah, I mean, I guess in some sense it might be a good thing because it might, you know, if people are meant to stay in our lives and if they, you know, still keep in touch with us. Um, yeah, I've noticed that. <laughs> yeah. Also, like, it, I think what's hard is because I think usually in school, it's like if if I'm feeling a bit down, I might go talk to my other friend or to some of my friends and likely like they're not, they're probably not going to be feeling that way because I'm it's just a bad day for me. Um, but just right now, like we're all kind of in the state and like we're all coping with it differently and we all have different like stuff going on. And also I, I think it there is kind of, you know, like a, like should I reach out to this person? Like I don't want to bother them because they might be going yeah. through a ton of stuff. Yeah. So Exactly. I feel like reaching out to someone is, yeah. I feel, I feel the same way. I always have to think like, oh, you know, what are they going through right now? Or are they, can they handle this? You know, just in person, you would, you would probably just like talk to them and, you know, see yeah. how they're doing. But now okay. you have to really just take the initiative to go for it. Definitely. This semester, for me, at times it felt like I was like in college, like I'm in college, I'm taking these classes but I also feel like I'm not really because I don't see my friends all the time. So it's like yeah. this weird limbo between like, I'm in college, but I'm also kind of like out of college, but I'm also like not out of college. I completely agree. I feel like um, graduating, I don't even feel like I've graduated because the semester has just been so weird for me and hasn't really felt like school anyways. But yeah. hopefully it. I, I think it'll hit me in a couple weeks. Yeah. A while ago, I was just talking to people just about, like, you know, what it's like to, like, what social life is kind of like post-grad, um, post-college, because it is a big, a big shift because everyone's kind of, you know, going in, um, in different directions and everything. And, you know, people do say, like, it is definitely, like, harder to find people to to talk to after college, not, not because like, not, not necessarily like harder, but just like, it takes more like initiative, you know? Cause it's like, you have to go reach out. You're not in this like enclosed campus where like, you're just, there's like 18, there's like 44,000 people like walking around all the time. And I think a lot of people say like, oh, it does get, you know, harder to, to sort of make friends as we get older. Do you find that like daunting or like, what do you think of that? Yeah, I feel like that's definitely kind of daunting to hear about. And I know, like, I, or at least I hope that I keep in touch with people I talk to now, but I still feel like it's inevitable for us to, you know, sort of drift apart because of, like, distance or, um, you know, just being busy because everyone's sort of spread out all over after um, college. Yeah. But I, I'm just hoping that, whatever I'm engaged with um, after college, whether it be school or work, that I can, you know, continue to foster relationships wherever I am. My parents, they 
a lot of their friends are from work. Mm. So I am hoping that something similar for me and I can sort of continue with that. Yeah, no, I totally get that. I think that like, I know for me as well, when I first heard that, I was like, that sounds so sad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, I want, like, I want to have friends in my life. Like, they, yeah. you know, friends enrich my perspective on how I see this world. And I think that's so incredible. As we get older, like, our, I think we're a bit more picky and just what kinds of friends we want to keep in our lives, which is, like, nice in the sense, because it's like, you know who you are and you know what kinds of people you want to be surrounded with you know, more times, but I do think, like, like, I just, I trust that, like, for me, for you, I think for, you know, I think for all of us, I think it's always possible, though, to, you know, meet people with, like, especially people with, like, common interests, whether that be, like, you know, at a book club or, like, hiking groups or whatever. In that sense, I do think that it'll definitely, you know, be possible to, to keep, you know, whatever friendships we might make after college going. Yeah, Mm -hmm. it's sort of, like, um, just keeping your other interests outside of like school and work, um, yeah. you know, with that, I'm sure that you'll continue to find people with these common interests. Yeah. And so that'll be a great avenue for us to hopefully, you know, enrich our lives with others. Definitely. Um, also, you're going to med school, so like you're going to get to know like so many people. <laughs> we, I still have to fly, so. <laughs> yeah, but then after you get it. And yeah, I know for me, like, I also, I do hope that, you know, for the friendships that I've made in college in these few years, kind, like, good-hearted, and just genuine people who I can just talk to, I, I, yeah, I do hope to, to keep in touch, because we're almost at the end of our college journeys. It's kind of like, oh, like, what happens next? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, well, thank you, Yunan, for being here today. This Thanks was, for having me. It was really nice to, you know, catch up and talk to you. Definitely. Even going back to sophomore year, like, we would stand by, like, the dance school and remember, and we were just, like, talking yeah, about <laughs> Right? And before we go our separate ways. Yeah. I'd be like, yeah. wait, I just have to, like, say this one thing. <laughs> one more yeah. thing. Yeah. Yeah. And um, I encourage everyone, if you have a bit of time on your hands, just to reach out to people you haven't talked to in a while, reconnect a bit. Um, let the people in your life know that that you're there and you care. And that could go a long, long way. Thanks for tuning in, and I will see you all next time. <laughs>